Hello and welcome to the 14 Questions Podcast. Or, you know, welcome back. That's well, a thing, too. How, how very presumptuous of you, you know, assuming people are... It's not presumptuous. Assuming it's, people are back. You know, I'm just or perhaps. To... I mean, that's, that's assuming we've ever had a single listener listen to more than one episode. <laughs> well, we have, we have computers that tell us these things, you know, like 29 countries or something. But anyhow. Yeah, that's neither here have nor you been? there. Well, you know, another day in paradise, right? Yeah, how was your weekend? Um, you, <laughs> is, is, is COVID-19 still a thing? Then it's the same as it's been for the last... Okay. I've, I've lost track. What are we at? 80 weeks? 90 weeks? More? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. It's going to be a real drag. Fantastic. A little hate, bit. A little bit. Yeah, I hate to bring up the, the pandemic thing, but, you know, it's... Somewhat related to the subject matter of tonight anyway, so. Yeah, it could be. I mean, more or less. I mean, it, in a lot of ways, actually, it is. Yeah, it definitely affects what we're going to talk yeah. about uh, to, yeah. to quite a degree, right? Mm-hmm. So what are we, we're, we're talking about, well, we, to explain to the listeners, right? So we, we, we talk about this stuff. I'm like, you know what? We need to circle back, you know, it seems like healthcare is a pretty big topic for folks. Um, so yeah, we did a thing and uh, we're going to touch on this again because, you know, it's not being talked about a lot. Definitely not being talked about enough. I think. Yeah. You know, or, or do we, I mean, it, it's just so, a complicated subject mm-hmm. really. Mm-hmm. So, for folks that are new to the podcast or haven't listened to the, you know, first deal we did on healthcare, you know, Brandon has got a, a, a background, you know, his family members, you know, doctors and providers and I work in the industry and same thing, you know, doctors and providers on my side of things. So we've, we've seen a lot of stuff over the, over the years that we've been alive, but I, I, it, it just, I understand why we do it this way in this country and we say healthcare, but really that's not what we're talking about tonight because you know, at the end of the day, healthcare for the most part, I mean, other than now we're in the middle of a pandemic. So, you know, don't, don't judge our comments here. Delivering healthcare in this country and the healthcare that you can, you can get is actually pretty extraordinary. Yes. I'm inclined to agree, you know, we definitely have no no shortage of talent and ability in the medical field in this country. I mean, other than right now, just because of the and, and you know, my my hats off to everybody out there, and I commend everybody out there that's been in the trenches for the last eighteen nineteen months in this constant washing machine cycle of dealing with a thing on top of all the other things they deal with on a day to day. So. You know, that being said, any of you out there that work in, in healthcare proper, um, you know, thank you. Yes. Hats, hats off to you because. Yeah. It's, it's not easy. And I, and I have seen it and I, I've, I've seen the face, even just right down to the, the check-in people, the people running the phones, the, you know, the, the, the entire, all of it is just there. It's, it's not fun. I mean, I, I, I go into these offices and. No one's in a particularly happy mood <laughs> these days. Yeah, but. I mean, between, you know, higher 
higher than normal protocols, no time off. A lot of people working extended hours and overtime to fill some shortages and things. Uh, it is it has been a relative nightmare scenario for quite a few people in the healthcare industry over the last eighteen to twenty months or so. Yeah, and it's 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 quite quite honestly, Brandon, it's pretty extraordinary. I mean, I you know I work with you know the smaller practices, the smaller providers and stuff, and what what they're having to do to even get their hands on some you know, money that, you know, was pushed out nearly a year ago that, that, you know, obviously the big hospitals and the big facilities got their hands on it. And so they should, but just the amount of extra work they're having to do to, you know, go after whether or not that's payroll costs or the extra PPE um, that they're having to spend there's a, I don't think the average person necessarily understands just how stressful it is in this environment. And, you know, sure that the, the pandemic has, has exposed a lot of things, but it's certainly th- this industry, um, it's under a lot of stress and it's, it's, you know, I mean, hopefully this year is going to be next few months will be better than months, 12 months ago. But, um, yeah, I'm digressing. <laughs> I think what we're going to talk about actually is As you're prone to do the, from time to time. Right? As I'm prone to do. But so the, the amazing thing is, Brandon and I have had these conversations, and I've had these conversations with lots of people over and, and ex- long periods of time. Yeah. And people say, hey, you, you work in the healthcare industry, you know, and I always stop them. I say, yes, the industry. And I was actually having a conversation tonight, and somebody was asking me a question. I said, in the mercantile side. And they're like, what? I said, well, there's, there's healthcare, you know, there's your physician or your nurse or, you know, your people that actually deliver care to you. That's not where I, that's not where my specialty or, or where my, you know, concerted effort has ever been. My concerted effort has always been behind the, the scenes for the smaller providers to understand the mercantile side. So really that's the, the complicated side of how the money moves around how things get paid for the contracts and um, it, it's ext- it's extraordinary right in this country you and i've had this conversation yeah. it's just extraordinary just figuring out but, how much something will cost you know can be a, yeah, in, quite an adventure yeah it, it's it's you know i equate it I, I you know when probably 4 or 5 years ago i said somebody and their kid got their driver's license and i said just can your can your can your kid go home and tell you what a car is going to cost? I mean, and she was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah of course they can. They you know, they Google that stuff, right?" And then you know, as a parent, she's like, "Well, what about you know, insuring it and you know your your maintenance and this and that and the other?" And you know, and then her child was like, "Yeah, think about this. So, okay, what what do we need to do to to get this thing or do this thing, right?" Sure. And that's sort of that's sort of capitalism, right? Like. It's surfaceable. You can see it. It makes sense. And okay, I'll, I'll buy a thing. But my point about, about the healthcare industry side or the pricing side or how all of this stuff works in the United States, I always make two interesting points, right? This country, no one knows what anything really costs. <laughs> I mean, there are people that know, but we're not them folks, right? 
Yeah. They, um, neither of neither of the doctors. <laughs> shocker. And then the other thing that kills me is, you know, I've, I've talked to, you know, my Canadian relatives or friends overseas or whatever. And they're like, well, we get ours for free. And I'm like, no, you don't. It's being paid for somewhere by your taxes. Correct. I think I mentioned this to you before, right? One of the only countries in the world that you can get free healthcare, weirdly enough, is the United States. And I know I've got like four or five, 10 people that are going to at me or be like, what the hell is Dan talking about? There are times when a hospital or a physician or a provider or a lab just goes, you know what? Never mind. Yeah. And you know, so it's free to the, the recipient of that care, but it's still, the cost is absorbed somewhere, right? Some, somebody's eating it, but I mean, that's a true free thing. That's a true, you walk into a retail store and they're like, ah, don't worry about it today. Yeah. Like that is truly, that is truly free. Yeah. That, this now, one's weird, on weird, us. <laughs> weirdly enough, when I was having this, when you and I were discussing a circle back about this topic, um, I was reminded of a conversation I had. I was in a, around a big, uh, conference table, uh, you know, several years back more than I care to mention. And we were talking about this charitable care, giving stuff away and, you know, several CPAs and people in the room and they're like, be careful how you do that because that can be found to be an illegal practice under hobby law <laughs> rules under the IRS rule that you have to be in profit motive, money-making motive under these regulations and rules. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. are you kidding me? So I got to tell these physicians they can't, they can't even give their fucking shit away. Like when they got somebody nice and they're in between insurances and stuff. And they're like, we're not saying they can't. We're just saying, be careful with how you do that. (laughs) You must walk a very fine line. At that point, which it seems silly yeah. to me at, at face value, you know, like I want to do this, yeah, this other human being a favor. No. Okay. No, it's, it's sort of, and, and I mean, they, they had, they had books and binders and they're like, well, this happened, you know, recently and was cited on something and, you know, we got memos about it and I'm like, oh fuck. Okay. <laughs> Duly noted. Right. Yeah. Okay. But then when you and I have talked about this, this isn't totally unique, but I think it's, it's extremely unique some ways in, in terms of how it applies to the, the industry of healthcare, this whole construct of um, pricing things and capitalism and perceived value versus what people actually pay for something. So um, we have some, I have some pretty interesting examples I've pulled up here and there and some references, but yeah. uh, do you want to hit a quick break and then circle back? Yeah. We'll be right, right. back. Sit tight. Welcome back to the 14 questions. Yeah. So before we the break. Do a, uh, oh, go we ahead. Do a qu- quick break. 
We had to do a quick break. Well, yeah, I mean, we always need at least a little break, right? Yeah, not necessarily two days or <laughs> reset. I mean, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes not. You know, sometimes. it is what it is. It's um, magic what happens over here. <laughs> you never know how long that break actually is. That's the beauty of it. Yeah, and sometimes we don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, some, sometimes we don't. Right, depending. Don't. Yeah. Like it, it may be that 15 seconds. It may be an hour. It may be, you know, a couple of days couple or a days. week. You, you just never know. You never know. I don't think it's been a week. I don't think it did computer problems and the engineering problems. And, you know, those, those folks, you know, they've gotten in the weeds before. It happens from time just to time, day right? Or two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course. So, yeah, we were talking about, you know, healthcare, but more specifically the, the industry or the, just the pricing, just how, just how this whole thing works on that side, because I think I brought up to you, Brandon, like a week or so ago, like, you know, this piece of legislation they're trying to do, the no surprise bill. Like you can't get a bill from an outside, an outsider, you know, some, some, some person you don't know that read a radiograph, wherever that can side bill you like, you know, whatever, 14,000 bucks. Yeah. And, you know, it's never failed to. Just boggle my mind. You say go to the ER, and then you end up with twelve different bills in the mail. You're like, when will it end? Yeah, and, and you know, and, it, and the other thing is, there's not a. This is this. Is, I'm just going to bring this up to folks. So it's kind of fascinating. So on the inside track, when a when a physician or a facility bills, there's a there's a prompt pay act which says more or less like the, the payer can't drag their feet. Okay. They can come up with all sorts of excuses and stuff like, Oh, our, you know, the computer system broke or the dog ate your claim, whatever here and there's some wiggle room, but typically they have to deliver the money. Yeah. But this, but the same side of that, the same side of that equation is such that, you know, that provider physician or facility is obligated to get the bill to them within in, within a time period, you know, like 30 days. Now the, we get into the, I could get in the weeds and we can get into coordination of benefits and some other reasons that, you know, something goes on and they're trying to figure out something complicated and maybe it takes a little longer. So there's some wiggle room. All right. That being said, so the business, the business side is set up that way. Yeah. But it boggles my mind, you know, on a, on a personal level that, you know, my wife and I, you know, over the years we've gone in, we've had different things done, you know, this, that, and the other. And it's like th- three fucking months later, it's some anesthesiology place sends you a bill and then an, it, it they get consolidated into or bought up or merger acquisition. And then like six months later, it's like, Oh, we forgot to bill you all this shit, you know, from nine months ago. And I'm like, yeah. what? Like, I mean, it's a different, it's, it, it's different than the, um, you know, surprise bill thing that Congress has to address, but it kind of, it kind of blows my mind that they never wrote this. They, they, they wrote the rules, the what's called the prompt pay rules or whatever. 
but they never considered the actual consumer. Yeah, of course not. You're just you're, it's like you're, there's no you're there's the no mechanism fucking reason through to which the money bill. moves. You know, but not directly. It, it, eventually, <laughs> right? You know, oh, oh, you know, oh, shit, you know, so and so. Oh my God, yeah, we we've been we've been arguing amongst ourselves on this, that, or the other. And, you know, it's been six or eight months or whatever. I'm just, oh, shit, send them a bill. It's their fault now. <laughs> yeah, which, like, which is totally, completely just fucked up. You, you know, if you go six, what, what, nine months, most people are going to say or assume, oh, cool, my insurance covered everything that's behind us. You know, move forward. And then suddenly you get socked with a massive, massive, you know, statement. And you're like, oh, my God, what am I going to do with this? Yes. Right. So I, I'd love the fact, I mean, you know, they're, they're, they're trying in DC and I get the surprise outside, outside network bill. People can kind of relate to that, but you, you, y'all probably should have just started with the other per, person in the equation is the consumer of healthcare. Let's just start with making sure that they, they at least get handed something pretty fast like the the whole wait and see, it's like, go, it's like go on a vacation, right? Go on your cruise ship or whatever vacation around the world, whatever the hell you're doing. And it's, it's, it's like, don't worry about it. Yeah. just It's all fine. Just hang out. We'll get around to you eventually. We, we ordered a great dinner for you and your, and your significant other. And it's really nice. We figured you wanted two bottles of wine tonight. Don't, don't worry. And you're like, oh my God, okay, I, I guess I need all this great treatment and, you know, stuff because that's all beautiful. And, and that's the sort of healthcare side of it. Like, it seems so like you're floating on a cloud of, they just take care of me and they're, you know, I mean, and not to compare a hospital to a vacation, but again, a hospital, you know, they hang a bag of fluids, they stick you with some drugs, you feel pretty good. You're like, this isn't that bad. And then months later, <laughs> you just get these bills that just come in the door and they're like... It would be the equivalent of the, of the, of the cruise ship saying, you know, we couldn't get our regular band here. Um, <laughs> we didn't have a contract with them. So, you know, typically they charge like a $2,000 a night, but you know, we had to fly them in on a, on a fucking helicopter. So they were 2 million. So on you. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to need to be reimbursed I mean, <laughs> for that expense, you know? Yeah. The stuff, it, it's crazy, you know? It, it, <laughs> It's beyond. It's beyond. Like, how much does and this it's like, cost? This is not. It, Turns out, whatever they it's decide. It's not any different. Right. And, and, and you know, it, this is fairy dust at, at the ultimate layer of, okay, we don't want surprise bills. What the, what the fuck is a surprise bill? You know, because you're not in network, you're going to charge, oh, I'm, I, I don't get along with you. I, I, know, I don't know you. So I'm just going to charge you a hundred and. $40,000 more because I don't know who you are and because I can just like, I, I, I don't get it. Like there's, there's so many little just fuckeries that go on in how this stuff gets priced. Yeah. And at the end of the day, the, the, the insurance companies were like, we don't care about the, well, you know, we'll get rid of the surprise bills. We'll just raise premiums. Yeah. And, and there you have it. <laughs> like somebody's going to absorb from, that from cost solved. and it's not going to be us. So correct. 
Yeah, but it does it does boggle my mind, you know. <laughs> like, could you please send me an itemized receipt here? Um with a full breakdown of these charges? <laughs> like something well, we should decode ring. You know, what what have you? Yeah. So we should re- remind listeners this is not a this is not a thing that you are you are furnished with. You're furnished with um, an EOB, which is an explanation of benefits, which is the the equivalent of fairy dust um, of these numbers and mathematics that go back and forth between some arranged agreement between two other parties, not you, and then basically effectively, you know, what you get charged out of that private negotiated side of things. Yeah, that is not actually how it works. What actually works is that, you know, you have to use, you know, CPT codes well diagnostic codes that, or vice versa, CPT codes that trigger diagnostics and then yada, yada, yada. I won't get too much into the weeds, but there is a way to get an itemized bill. And one of the things I found fascinating about, you know, two administrations ago is that they wanted this, um, this pricing rule, like, Doctors and hospitals should have to show their prices. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know, that's, that's on, on a certain level that made, that made sense. To, I mean, it made a lot of sense to me, but then I could also, I could also see the argument that if you're a private hospital or you're, you're a you know, clinic, you know, why do I have to show all of this? Like I'm trying to compete with the people across the street. So to like publicly put that out there, I think was a, a little bit of an overreach. It's a little dangerous, right? Yeah. But it's, it, this, it begs the question, like in, in this country and any, you know, a lot of capitalist societies, like how do we decide on this, how you show the price? Like going to you and I were talking you know, during the break, like the MSRP, which is, What the manufacturer suggested retail price, yes. right? Yeah, that is exactly what. In it the is. car industry, they have to show that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but is it real? We all know the answer to that question is not necessarily. <laughs> you can you can haggle that number a bit, but it's interesting because you know, like a car manufacturer obviously wants to have a car fit in a certain segment to be competitive with other cars. And then like the, the secret sauce is in manufacturing costs and in raw material costs, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And that's kind of how they compete with one another. And so then the pricing can be similar, but I don't know if the same could necessarily work uh, in the healthcare industry, you know, so but then what do you do? What do you expect them to do? Like publish a list of pricing and it has to be held to quarterly, annually? You know, I don't know what the answer is there. Yeah, but I mean, there's a, there's a reason that MSRP has to appear on a car, right? On a, on a lot. Yeah. Cause that's, my, that's my understanding, the, right? Like you actually have to show what the actual manufacturer's suggested price is and then work from that number. I mean, it's again, this is kind of kind of weird and complicated. Yeah. Um, you know, I think I sent you that link. So, you know, Brandon and I were digging around this and the, you know, price tag hasn't always existed. And again, going back to one of, you know, my favorite podcasts and a, a podcast that the 14 questions follows, which is planet money. 
they go in this whole construct and in, I'm trying to, let me get a date here. So it's February 28th, 2018 is when this um, episode went out. But it talks about the original pricing was, it was haggle. You walked in, it's like, oh, it's so-and-so that buys his regular oats or flour or whatever. Yeah. Um, He gets this price and so-and-so walks in and they get this price and Maybe, maybe you got to raise the prices because you can't quite get your hands on fl- flour because of, you know, supply chain issues and you hold back for your regular and you raise it for the person that just walked in. It's, it's kind of fascinating. I don't think, I think we take this as sort of like the price is the price, but it's not, this is kind of this floating wild construct. Yeah. It always has been. Always, always room for negotiation. Should you be so bold, right? <laughs> like, Or know how to ask. Correct. But I, I mean, when's the last time you went into a, a grocery store and said, hey, before you slide that barcode, <laughs> I think I should get this for four bucks cheaper. Yeah. In a grocery store. Hmm. I don't know that I've ever done that. So when's the last time you haggled anything? I don't know. You know, buying a car usually is because we just expect to do it. And you're like, okay, this industry, we still expect to do this. Um, but, you know, I, I'm, I'm sure I've haggled many a thing. You know, from like private, small retailers and whatnot. You go, you know, would you take 50 for it? <laughs> you know. Just depends, right? right? Yeah. Or, or, you know, or the, or the, or, you know, eBay, right? And so it's, it's bidding and it's auctions. And we've tried to do all these things with this new online stuff that we do that basically brings this back. And then the, the, the fascinating thing to me, and they get into this, I don't know if it's in this episode of Planet Money, but Planet Money definitely touches on this, is that you look at a big retail operation like Amazon. Yeah. And the price that you may see, Versus what I may see could be very different. Yeah, they they do what's called dynamic pricing, right? And so it it, right. so it they know adjusts in real time <laughs> based on market conditions and demand and a number of other factors. Well, and on your data, like you, you know, well, maybe it's a it's a poor comparison. If you and I needed a, a computer cable tomorrow, we'd probably get the same price. But you know, so and so over there that's never bought a cable. You know, maybe they get the they, they get the five dollar cable. We get the fifty five dollar cable because they know we want that thing right now to make something work, right? So yeah, yeah that's dynamic pricing. Yeah, yeah, just it depends, it, and I'm sure that's pretty nuanced stuff. But behind the scenes, with the amount of data we give up mm-hmm. in our day to day interactions with the internet, so I won't I won't presume to understand it entirely, just at surface level at best. Now, for folks not to not to you know get get too far afield. I mean, we are basically talking the healthcare industry and the mercantile side of things. But it it it's always struck me as a little fascinating that you go in and it's there's a copay. So it's sort of, I guess it would be the equivalent of, hey, you're at Costco or or one of these other retail shops and you don't have a membership, so we're going to take a copay from you today for twenty five dollars, and. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to walk you through these aisles and fill up your cart. And you're like, what do I owe you? And they're like, mm, you'll find out. <laughs> we'll, we'll get back to you on that. 
And then they go. And you know, so you eat, you go home, you have a dinner party, you, you know, the wine's delicious. And you're like, wow, I couldn't have had a better experience. And the food is fucking fantastic. And, you know, you get the first $380 bill and you're like, that's not too bad. And then you get another bill saying, you know, well, you were paying for us as a third party to negotiate these prices for you. But then that, that stake they threw in the cart, we don't know who those stake people are. So that's 14 grand. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, I didn't this even is see the stake in my works. cart, but here it is now. I don't remember eating steak. Like, you know, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's really wild because, it, you, know, like, you know, there's, there's ultimately <laughs> multiple sets of negotiations about what you're ultimately going to pay. And you only get to participate in one of those, which isn't even really a negotiation. It's simply an agreement to furnish a monthly check. And you know that we're going to split the costs in some predetermined fashion, right? And then everything else kind of happens behind the scenes and then gets regurgitated at you after the fact. Well, well then, 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 you know, you sit down with your friends and you're like, Hey, we had you over for dinner and it was great. And they were like, Oh my God, that was fantastic. I remember the steak. And you're like, yeah, they, yeah, I got charged $14,000 for the fucking steak. And they're like, well, you're not, you're not with this, with the right steak people. Then, <laughs> you know, we only pay $500 a month and we're, we're in, we're in the, we got to negotiate a deal with the, with the steak people. So anytime you walk in there, you just, the steak's like $7. So our bad, we feel really bad for you. Like that is how dynamically screwed up this is (laughs) like you are not wrong my friend you are not wrong right i I mean so i'm not saying we i we have no answers right we're simply 14 questions and usually we have a few answers or we can lead people to a few answers i i have i I won't speak for you brandon i have no answers i'm just simply trying to say this is really complicated yeah i've got i've got nothing when it comes to this topic you know this is very much more your wheelhouse than mine. And I just go, it is what it is. And I feel like maybe we need to change some things at some point in time, but I don't know to what. Neither do I. I mean, it's amazing. So I I did some, like if I was just a regular, you know, didn't know much about this topic and I'm like, Oh, you know, they, they talked about this in the 14 questions. Let me Google some stuff. So, you know, I Googled some stuff before this episode and, and just, to throw it out there to people. So, you know, I did history of medical or doctor pricing and, you know, first result. And I think it's 47 million people have landed on this. And it's according to the U S Bureau of labor statistics, prices for physician services were 3,555.63% higher in 2021 versus 1935. Well, okay. <laughs> I'm like, the prices for physicians, that's, hey folks, for anybody out there, the physicians aren't making 3555 I work for some of these folks. They, they wouldn't know what to do with themselves if they made that much of an increase. So I'm like, huh, okay, yeah, I, but I get it. For their, somebody's pricing their services, it's not them, Right. I mean, half the time, I don't even know if they know it. I don't even know. I talk to these doctors. They're like, I'm like, what do you charge an hour? And they're like, I don't know. (laughs) They have no idea. They're just like, I just want to, I just want to go, you know, I got to go help somebody. They have a, they have a a cough or their leg hurts or something like they, they don't know. 
Yeah, a lot of they, times they, I don't. They just want to go do a thing. No. Like my, my billing people take care. I have no idea. Like I have no idea. I'm mm-hmm. completely unplugged. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's complicated and stuff. And that's not, I'm not, and I'm not casting aspersions upon them. That they, they go to they go to school to do a thing. My my thing is to go to school and, you know, fix this. It's not to you know, price things or do things. And I sign up with these people and I sign up with this. It's, it's just, it's just extraordinary. And that's how we do this industry in this country for the most part. And to constantly call it healthcare, you know, healthcare is broken. Okay. Healthcare isn't broken in this country. Healthcare is actually sort of getting by right now under the circumstances that we're in right now, as we mentioned at the beginning of the show. Yeah. Um, but this isn't when, when I think when people talk healthcare, I mean, other than I will, with the caveat that in, in rural settings and delivery of healthcare over the last, you know, decade or so has definitely certain, certainly suffered in terms of um, affording care to people in rural settings or certain urban settings to be able to actually get to proper healthcare. That is seriously problematic. Yes. Um, but the component that in general that people come, they, they worry about and they stress about is the, the, the costs, the premiums, the, the bills afterwards and the outside stuff. And I, I honestly don't think we're, we're anywhere near correcting this. I mean, the PPA, the PPACA went quite far and it's very popular so the Affordable Care Act or the Obamacare, whatever you want to call it in this country. But wh- where we stand right now is we're, we're, we're sort of, I would say, half the way down the field to actually getting close to what France has or some of these other countries that, you know, if you actually do like look into them, it seems to work versus yeah. you know, some of the other single payers and one size fits all stuff that we've talked about before. But um and again, it comes down to, it, it, you know, what's, it comes down to pricing and again, a lot, of it's a lot of it's extremely expensive and the, you got to spread some of that expense and risk across everybody. So I kind of understand the, the insurance companies and what they're trying to do. And, but I think and there's little, 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 too many pieces being taken all the way down the chain of how that stuff actually gets, you know, from Ada in your mailbox <laughs> six months later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it so. makes, it makes a lot of, a lot of stops along the way and everybody adds their piece in, you know? Yeah. I, I think you probably remember, right? Like um, even, even Jeff Bezos, he put together a group and I'm, we'll have to reference that. Maybe we'll do a whole podcast on it when he was going to get into the, the healthcare space and, you know, it's kind of, there were some onion articles and there were some, you know, serious <laughs> articles. Um, and then they, they abandoned that idea. Yeah. It's definitely, you know, there are major players that exist and kind of control that market to begin with. And I, I imagine for anybody trying to build from the ground up, it, it, it's almost an insurmountable task at this point. Uh, because it's just so controlled and so locked down. Um, you know, and again, I don't have any answers. I, I don't, I just don't. Right. Right. 
but it's kind of incredible to me that, you know, these, these, you look at a, an Amazon that is, you know, d- does dynamic pricing. They understand the data, they do this, that, and the other. And they, they just made a statement and that's a bold statement to make. And then basically said, yeah, we're, we're not going there. And, and it wasn't, it wasn't for, I would imagine not trying, um, because I think it was two years later, they were just like, no, the, the complexities, they didn't make any of those statements. I'm not, I'm not speaking for Amazon. All I know is Amazon said, yeah, we're not, we're not doing that. I don't know if they said we're not doing that yet or we're getting out. They just kind of, they, they, they shelved the thing. Yeah. Which is pretty extraordinary. It's extraordinary that they made the statement in the first place. And then it's extraordinary that they said, hmm, you know, no, yeah. or not today. I'm not, we'll have to, I'll have to yeah, reference we, that we, and actually get back to some folks. We might revisit that in the future, but, uh, no, yeah. <laughs> not right now. Yeah. That's how complicated this stuff is. And I think that's, that's sort of the, 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 the when people want these things fixed, you know, it's not, again, not to harp on this, it's not healthcare per se, other than that we do have some, there's some issues in healthcare, but in general, I think those will sort themselves out. They've over the years done very good job of adapting or setting up rural clinics or outreach and, and doing some stuff. Obviously there's some terrible examples of when this doesn't work and when they've fallen very short. Um, or a specific player doesn't do a good job delivering healthcare or in in, in any, in any way, whether or not that's for a heart attack or mental health or what have you. Um, but in general, it stands up much better than I think the pressure on the average consumer here to figure out what they have vis-a-vis, you know, between their premium or between a government program or this or that or the other, it's, 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 it's highly complex. And, yes. you know, it's, I mean, it's a little bit of a one step forward. Well, two steps forward, one step back, I think right now. So. Yeah. And, you know, hopefully eventually we'll get there. Yeah. So, so we have, we have nothing to offer our listeners on this <laughs> other than our thoughts. 38 minutes later. And the conclusion is, Yep. It's broken. Don't know how to fix it. No, I mean, there's ways to fix it. <laughs> there's ways to fix, <laughs> you know, the high cost of textbooks in college. You know, that's the principal effect of the person that's actually telling you to buy the textbook isn't in control of the price. There's a few ways to fix it. It's about getting the parties. There's got to be an assimilation of, of the relationship. You don't, you walk into the grocery store, you see a price on the thing. Sure. You don't walk into the grocery store and leave and then find out that, you know, the beer aisle is the new beer people and, you know, your 12 packs, like 36 bucks. Like (laughs) there are ways to deal with this. (laughs) Wait, is that why imports are more expensive because they're out of network? No, it imports are more expensive because they're like, oh, it's imported. We need to make them look more expensive. No, because no, everybody knows beer is cheaper in Europe. I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I'm just we're going to get, you know, we get screamed at on the Twitters over that one. But <laughs> they'll be like, of, of course it is because it's better. Well, then we can have that argument at some point in time. 
but yeah, that's yeah. There's there too many too many cooks in the kitchen throwing ingredients in, and no one knows like, oh, you threw this in and you threw that in, and, and like, why'd you do that? That's that. Well, I'm gonna hand you a side bill. Like, this is how fucking crazy this shit is. But yeah, I didn't know. I think there's a way to fix it. Yeah, I do too. But I just know. don't have the answers. I hope I hope somebody does. Yeah, well, I hope somebody's table topping it, actually having the actual discussions, like you know, with with various folks, and you know, let's tabletop thing. Is you know, at the end of the day, the, the physicians and the hospitals have to get paid, and you know, the insurance people for what they do, they're taking risks, so you got to pay them something, maybe not as much as they're getting, but and then you know, people ha- actually have to be able to afford the stuff, or it just it, or the whole thing tips over. So yeah. I don't know. Maybe some, maybe some more transparency in amongst those folks, and we could get somewhere in this country, and maybe arrive somewhere like like France with it, like sort of an amalgamation of, you know, private and and uh, government players and you know public player, you know, whoever. Like they they sort of have a mishmash, but it it works over there apparently. So yeah, another shout out to France healthcare system. Yeah, they so. they seem to be getting it the most right. So yes, obviously that's up for debate, but in my yeah, humble opinion, but, yeah, I'd be there with you. So anyhow, you got any? Do you got any other news or facts or anything you want to say to listeners? Any? Any? Man, not off the top of my than, head. You know, I'd be like, rate us and review us. Maybe not on this episode. Like, go back to. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, no, we, 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 you know, we like that when people, yeah, we always, uh, when, when we people always appreciate do those things. Any, any shout outs? And we picked up a few milkware. Every once in a while I look and I'm like, oh, we got some more. I don't know. I don't know who these folks are. You know, it was a shout on the Twitters or the spaces or whatever. So, and, uh, you know, sit tight. Cause we're, we're, we're coming up to a kind of a milestone for us over here. So yeah, we'll do something. A hundred, hundred episodes very soon. Very soon, and we'll, I don't know, we'll, we'll have to figure out what we're doing for that. I know. And at least we know 100 episodes isn't going to be all serious subject matter. It'll be an, a, a, a variety, a hodgepodge of information, I'm sure. And, and apparently, folks, and to the listeners, I am actually allowed to do the title for that. So, you know, stay tuned for just, just one time. What might, what might, <laughs> what, well, what, what, I've done it one other time. I'm like, you know, you let me once. Um, but yes, yeah, so I'm going to be able to do the title for that, that particular episode or at least a partial title. So yeah, which we'll, we'll get you know, sit that tight in the episode. <laughs> yes, exactly. So anyhow, you want to leave it there? Yeah. I, I think that's a good place to leave off. So. Without further ado, until next time. Until next time. Got questions? Need answers? Find them on the 14 Questions Podcast. Welcome to our podcast where we, along with our frequent guests, will be answering your questions regarding a wide variety of topics, including current events, lifestyle, 
politics, and of course, popular culture. The 14 Questions Podcast is brought to you by Podhouse Media and Dive Pod Productions. Be sure to find us on the web at 14questions.org, on Twitter at The14Questions, look us up on Facebook at 14Questions, and of course, find us wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Podcasts.